Welcome to the Happily Ever Laughter Podcast. A positive space where we try to find the humor in the craziness of life. Because life is crazy. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> I'm Matt. And I'm Danae. And now, on with the show. What do you want me to do about it? I can't Don't not make, have saliva. Stop making mouth noises. <laughs> All I hear is... Take off all your clothes. I am getting too hot. Is this how we're going to start the episode? <laughs> yeah. So we're talking about Halloween. Just talking about Halloween and stuff. Mm-hmm. Welcome. I'm just going to start it. We're going to leave that in there. Mouth sounds and all. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the next episode of the Happily Ever Laughter podcast. I'll try to keep my mouth sounds to a minimum. Okay. That's probably good. Danae, tell us what we're talking about today. Spooky season. Spooky season. It's our favorite season, and it I is. thought it was timely because we're coming back right around this time. Yep. Halloween is next week, and I don't know when this is going to air, but <laughs> it's right around that time. So. We're still trying to figure out the new schedule and when we're going to actually release episodes. And, and the new like hosting, like we've started with yeah. a new hosting platform. Yeah. So. We are now on Captivate. So Anybody if anyone know. from Captivate is listening... It was one of those where it was like they had a lot of tutorials and stuff I could learn how to do. And yep. So that's what we're hoping. It'll go well. Indeed. So. You know what? Before we start, can I try something that I've always wanted to do? Okay. Because it is the Halloween episode. Okay. Okay. So I've always really liked, well, Michael Jackson's my favorite musician. Like I grew up, I mean... That sounds really bad to say right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, in light of some of the other stuff. But growing up when we did. Growing up before all of the questionable things came out, Michael Jackson was my favorite artist. Yeah. That's what I meant. Um, So I've always wanted to do, I like to do voices. We talked about it in the last episode, doing voiceover work. I've always wanted to try to do a Halloween version of the thriller Vincent Price. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to put on some spooky music. And then try one live right now with you, and then you can tell me if it sucks. Okay. We won't be able to hear the music until I put it afterwards, but... Yes, I know. Cool. And my voice feels really deep today, so that's... My voice feels deep Because you didn't sleep. Oh. (laughs) So maybe I shouldn't sleep before we ever do podcast. There you go. And that'll be the way to do it. Okay. Got to prep. Let's do this. Darkness falls across the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. Creatures crawl in search of blood to terrorize y'all's neighborhood. And whosoever shall be found without the soul for getting down must stand and face the hounds of hell and rot inside a corpsey shell. And though you fight to stay alive, your body starts to shiver. From whom you mortal can resist the evil of the thriller. <laughs> I was going to say, you have to end it on the laugh. <coughs> and a cough, apparently. The old laugh and a cough. La- you know, we're getting old and that happens. Uh, there's so many <laughs> things that old people do that I'm looking <laughs> that forward to. we're finding ourselves. Yeah. Somewhat doing like the uh, the hiccup burp, or you know the things where you just make a bodily function sound, and then another one comes out. You're like, hey. <laughs> whoops! No, that was <laughs> was that a whoops? Like I, all right. I assumed. <laughs> so 
you could tell what kind of mood we're in already. Yeah, we got we're, a Vincent Price in there. We got a little a bit of Halloween. We got a little bit goofy of mood this morning. accidental okay. shirts. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> They're always accidental. <laughs> this would be a good clip to cut to put as our trailer to be like, hey, listen to this episode. <laughs> do you have accidental shirts? <laughs> you could do the ads. <laughs> I should. Oh. All right. All right, we got some new ideas going. Already we should this probably morning. start talking about spooky season because <laughs> we're gonna go over yeah. so long. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's our favorite season. Um, next, well, we like Christmas as well, but this is like one of those holidays that just kind of gets overlooked by a lot of people. But I it's would so much wanna... fun for the cult of people, obviously, that love it like yeah. us. So I would one hundred percent take Halloween over Christmas. Oh, would you? Well, there's a lot of commercialism and stuff, and in, in both, to be fair. Oh, but for sure. It's just one of those. It's just kind of fun, and you can do whatever you want. Yeah. And we are a family of actors, <laughs> so well, Christmas it's fun always... to dress up and do all of that. Yeah, stuff. Christmas always seems like though it's. Not forced, but you know what I mean? Like, like an obligation almost. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, if you really love me, you'll buy me something expensive. Instead of just being like, hey, let's be with family. Halloween is kind of that, though, where you just get together. Yeah. You're with all the kids. You're well, with your with nieces and nephews. You go trick-or-treating, and that is more of a family vibe. Yeah. But we also like the more macabre, yeah. darker stuff in our yeah. house. I mean, we're sitting in my... Music room slash office slash YouTube studio slash all of the above. Media room, basically. Media room, yes. I can see five skulls just sitting where I'm yeah. at because... You question, is that is that too many skulls? You know, I don't no. know. Come by our house during spooky season. There you go. Um, I'm or... actually getting ready to redo. I know this is off topic again. We'll get into this. We have a skeleton hanging from our front door. Kids named mm-hmm. him Sheldon. Yeah, Sheldon um, and skeleton. Yep. Uh, I actually just did a video, and I haven't posted it yet, so I'll post it on our TikTok Okay. Uh, if we ever get the name changed. So basically, I took a skeleton. I got it at Home Depot. I tried all the stuff where you put saran wrap around his body, and then you use a heat gun, and it kind of melts it to look like flesh. And then So I, it kind of like has that zombie look to it. Yeah, so it's like a stuff kind of hanging off, and there's, there's strings in between the bones. and mm-hmm. Strings between the bones. Which, in all honesty, we thought looked pretty cool, but then you hung it up, and I came home with Cora, and instantly, as soon as she saw it, she's like, nope, don't like that. Yeah. Like the Michael Scott meme. Just, <laughs> yeah. nope, not going to do that. <laughs> well, and I used like different shades of brown, so it looked like it had crawled out of the earth and that type of stuff. She didn't like it, so my next idea was I was going to be like, well, what if we made every skull and skeleton in our yard neon 80s? And we're like, go for it. And I she think, liked that idea. Yeah, so. and I think that'll be dope. So currently yeah. I'm in the process of changing Sheldon, um, our front door which skeleton. Which hopefully we get done because it's supposed to rain for the next like four days, which sucks. But, oh, man. You know, we'll see what happens by Halloween. Well, If not, he'll be nice and fancy for next year. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like that getting all fat and sassy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Only it's a skeleton. Indeed. In colors. But, you know, it's just like a lot of people with their Christmas trees as well. You and I kind of leave our Halloween stuff out a little bit longer. Yeah. Like through. I mean, we put it up. Week or two. In August this year. <laughs> the first, last week of August. Yeah. Because Cora's birthday is the beginning of September. So she was like, I want to go ahead and decorate. So we're like, okay. Well, the unfortunate thing is where we live and probably whoever's listening to this where you live they start christmas like two yes. weeks before halloween at exactly. target and home depot and yeah, all we of those have, places our whole town has christmas stuff out already so you and know, has for the last we, month we're like okay 
we we have some principle here. Let's get through one holiday before we like go gung ho on another one. But well, and that's the funny that's thing. an argument everyone has. Yeah. And at the end of the day, everybody just do what makes you happy. Who cares? We don't have to have the argument of when you should decorate and when you can't and all of that stuff. That's why people come to this new podcast. It's what? the hard hitting issues. Yeah. Like who cares when, when you decorate? Yeah. <laughs> You want to leave your Halloween stuff up all year? Go for it. I want to interview neighbor versus neighbor fighting oh. battles of like, take your decorations down. We could do down. that sometime. Maybe during trick-or-treating, we'll just go and interview some of our just neighbors. Just interview the neighbors for some reason? <laughs> They'll be like, what the? How no. do you feel about having Halloween decorations out until oh, we Thanksgiving? Live a, we have a homeowners association, so they'll probably be bad about that or That's some crap. That's true. Anyway. They're like, <laughs> listen, has. get the dead bodies out of your trees. <laughs> it's Thanksgiving. It's over. So yes, the other thing we wanted to start with this episode is getting into our movie review kind Ooh, of stuff. Nice. Because you talked about a little bit about the trick-or-treating, the family time we like to spend together and stuff. Yep. And a couple of the other things that we really like are movies, mm-hmm. the scary movies and Halloween-y <laughs> movies. Yeah. Um, and also, but let's come back to that because I did want to talk about haunted houses. Yes. A little bit. I do see that in your notes. Because that is one of the just quintessential growing up. Yeah. We were either, you know, from elementary to junior high, our town always put on a fall festival and there was always a school sponsored ha- um, haunted house. Yes. The different high school clubs and stuff would put them on. Whether it be FBLA or the band mm-hmm. or any of that type of stuff. So we, we were either always either working in them or going and participating and like going through them. Correct. Which you never liked going through. I was always scared as a little kid. I kind of talked about it in a recent YouTube video that Cameron and I did where I walked in on my parents. What if I just stopped right there? Yeah, <laughs> that's a horror no. thing. I walked in on well, my that's parents. Enough. That's all you need. <laughs> Let me finish that sentence. I walked in on my parents watching Pet Cemetery. Yes. And so I kind of, you know, peeked around the couch because as a little kid, you're always going, oh, I wonder what mom and dad are watching. And there was a part where the sister of the lady was dying. I still, for some reason, have in my brain where I say she died choking on a chicken bone like you could see it in her neck. We recently watched it. And I don't recall any That part did not happen, but somehow it scarred me enough that I had made that in my brain. Yeah. And so I still, that's all I can see is her choking on a chicken bone because my brain had developed it into that. Mm -hmm. Anyway, long story short, I walked in on that too young, scared me to death. And so from there, you didn't really like scary anything? Right. So haunted houses were out? Yes. Gotcha. I saw that, and then I saw a part where, isn't there a part, is it Pet Cemetery 1 or 2? Maybe they were watching both, and I came back in on the, man, and my parents just, Mom, if you're listening, why did you do this to me? <laughs> it's always the parents' fault. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but isn't there a part where like there's a guy on an operating table, and his face is all busted up, and you think he's dead, and then the guy goes it's in, the but then he like, wakes up. And the second one, like, I think. <gasps> Honestly. Gotcha. So yeah, there is a scene like that. And I still remember my dreams, which is funny. We talked about that in the first episode. We should should have a dream person on here. But I can can see the dream in my head now that I had as a child. Yeah, that's how impactful it was. Yes. Gotcha. So I was in the basement of Grandma and Granddad's house. And like Darren and a friend were playing Nintendo, Super Mario. Darren is his uncle by anyone that Darren is my him. uncle, anyway. yes, um, who also should be listening, and if not... Get on that. Yeah. What okay. are you doing, Darren? <laughs> what are you doing with your life, other than <laughs> teaching young minds how to Cook and create stuff. culinary masterpieces? Yep. He's the culinary teacher at our high school. <laughs> Anywho, 
So, and this wasn't even real, it's just a dream. He was down there playing Mario Brothers and I was trying to run up the stairs because that guy with the busted up face was chasing me. Oh. And then other people that looked like him were kind of coming out of the ground in the basement. And every time I went up a stair, my foot sunk in the next step. Uh-huh. And I just could like tar. And then they were all gaining on me. And um... <sighs> you have quite the imagination. Yeah. You're, you're traumatized. Really. I am. That's right now. <laughs> So anyway, maybe so that that's dream why I, is why you don't want to go to haunted houses. That dream, seeing that movie, that's why I didn't when I was younger. Okay, okay. Similar thing to you. Um, also, when there's loud, scary sounds, and yeah, everybody always has their a traumas. chainsaw. Yeah, at a oh, haunted house, things. and yes. you're a big chainsaw fan, Do obviously. Not like chainsaws. I don't really even know why. I don't know what that is or where that comes from exactly. But I think it's just the loud, startling. It you is. Know? It's just a, an intimidating sound, and they yeah. use it. In horror movies, like yeah, being sure. cut up by a chainsaw is Nobody very wants that, scary. You know, but yeah, so, but that changed your mind on haunted houses. Yes, but let's go into still another story. My first haunted house, I never would go through because I was too scared. My dad was one of the heads of the FBLA club mm-hmm. in our high school. Future business leaders of America. The future business leaders of America. And so they put on a haunted house every year. And one year they rented out. Where was that? It, it was, was like the old bank downtown, I think. Well, that That's, one was cool. Yeah. Because that one was indoors. Oh, there was another one. And there was, was like another an one that was like barn an, yeah, type an outdoor. Situation. Yeah, like a warehouse outside, but it was enclosed. Mm-hmm if that makes sense. So that one was really cool. So they set up just different areas and they were trying to find somebody. They brought the pole vault mats in mm-hmm. and, and there was a section where they come around this corner. They didn't really know what to do with it. They had a mat there. So they wanted somebody to just like fall and scream and land on the mat and die. Mm-hmm. And I was maybe... Is this your first acting gig? Pr- I probably was. <laughs> well... You know what I mean. I kind of... Uh, every family get together was some sort of dance monkey... In my direction anyway. Speaking of other trauma, (laughs) of why I am the way I today. That sounded really weird. Why you are the way you are. That's why you're here. come out. That's why you're here to help me today. (laughs) Yep. So anyway, all of these high school kids kept trying it. I was maybe 10, 12, somewhere in that age range. Mm -hmm. And then... Like Cora. Like her Yeah, like Cora. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even imagine now (laughs) thinking about that. And it was probably 20 feet high, jumping down onto a pole vault mat on the ground Mm -hmm. and just falling and dying. Mm -hmm. And so just being a daredevil, I was like, hey, dad, can I do this? And he's like, yeah. So I did a flip and landed on my back and screamed. And then all the high school kids are like... He's in. Yep. So then he got I, recruited yeah. as the little mini. So then I got the job guy. as like you know the kid that dies died. from the rafters. I guess. I always like enjoyed working in them too and doing the makeup and yeah, just kind of that theater kid background. Because we were both in band as well, and band every year had a haunted house, mm-hmm. and we it actually was like our fundraisers for school. That's what we did instead of all of the like Cora just the other day. We were selling cards like coupon cards. We did fun stuff like fall festivals. Yeah. <laughs> so. Do you sell cookie could... dough? No, we scare the living crap out of people. <laughs> Which are like, all right. Yeah. I wish they would bring that back, honestly. It's probably a lot of liability issues now that I think about it yeah. back then that we probably shouldn't have done. But We had an old part of our high school that we called the armory. It, well, it, was, an armory. Old ar- it was an old military armory. Oh, that's probably yeah. why. 
So there was a whole section of that that had a basement and like a really creepy area. And that's where the band had their haunted house every Mm -hmm. year. And so we were part of that. I remember being in several of those where I'd hide in the walls and come out with a mm-hmm. little skill saw or something. And it was always more fun working in them than going through them. Oh, in for all sure. Honesty. Yeah. <laughs> but, so that was our childhood experiences with haunted houses, and then we got older. Maybe that's why we love all this stuff today, because it, yeah, because it, it scared us when we were little, and now we're just kind of like. Why were we so scared? Which we're going to get into when we talk about the movie section. You're but always fascinated with stuff that scares you, I think. Yeah. It's one of those things. Like a love-hate relationship. Trying to figure out why. Because it's that adrenaline rush, too. That's almost like an, a dopamine rush, too. That's true. You know, there's psychology behind all of that. Like you feel like you're going to die, so you get that but adrenaline, but, but you know you're safe. But it's a safe environment. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. So what you're talking about is, how long ago was that? Did you look like it up? Nine years ago. Nine years. I know. Holy crap. One Time of, moves on hyperspeed once you get past age 30, I yeah. feel like, honestly. Well, Danae and I, one of our favorite trips we ever took together, we left Solo the kids trips, at home. Yeah. Maybe I should just stop there. Our favorite trip we took, we, <laughs> we didn't bring the kids. The kids. <laughs> Any parent can relate, you know. That's true. But we went to Universal Studios, and we'd never been to Universal Studios. And we specifically went during Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. So we could do the park during the day and the Horror Nights at night and Mm -hmm. walk around and experience all of that. Which you were very nervous about doing, honestly. Well, it's because I had all of that past issues, and I thought, am I going to be able to handle this? Even though I'm like... Or you were afraid you were going to punch somebody if they came at you too much or something I think that that. might be it. My fear response response is very fight heavy. Yeah. And I'd never want to hurt somebody knowing... They're just an actor. Yeah, that they're just an actor. (laughs) But luckily for me, gaining that maturity, obviously, now I'm like, oh, I'm not going to punch anybody. We did it. And it was honestly so fun. It was a lot of fun. The year we went, it was Silent Hill, Walking Dead, and what was the other one? I can't remember. Oh, it was another movie that had just come out. I can't remember. We waited in line for hours and hours. To get in, but it was so fun. Yeah. I was I was glad we went during that time of year. And that's one of those things now when our kids get older, we want to take them all. Oh, <laughs> at that some would point. be amazing. Because our, our family is really, in, like we said, Halloween is super fun for everybody. For sure. And now that the kids are gotten older, our youngest is just 10. She's not into the scary stuff yet. She likes the spooky stuff like Hocus Pocus. You know, we're yeah, still in yeah, that yeah, realm yeah, yeah, yeah. with her. But the other two have started to watch more of the horror movies and stuff like that we watched growing up, they just watched Silence of the Lambs. Their first horror movies that they really, well, maybe not first ever. It was Chloe's, honestly. Was, was it? Yeah. They watched It, the, the remake. The new remake, the, yeah. It 1 and 2. And Chloe was like 11 or 12. And they loved it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's still like one of her favorite movies, which yeah. is hilarious because she's a super sweet little, you know, <laughs> unsuspecting child. If anybody has seen... The TV show Wednesday. Yes. There's Wednesday and then there's her roommate. Chloe is actually both of them. Somehow. But 90% of the time she presents as the real flowery, colorful, neon. Yeah. But she's got a dark side. Yeah. And then every once in a while she'll come out with a joke and I'm like, oh my gosh. Harsh. (laughs) Maybe I should lock her in her room tonight. This is creepy. Yeah. So our kids are funny, but. So, yeah, they have started, the older two have definitely started getting into more of the scary movies and stuff, which is fun watching them with them, well, when they don't talk a lot. I don't know if everyone else can relate to that, but we have kids, when they get nervous, they talk a lot. And you can't watch a movie you haven't seen with them. Um, Well, and we had to come up with stuff, because I know you don't have this on your notes, but, I mean, when we went through COVID, everybody had issues. 
you know, around the world. So we couldn't go anywhere. We had an unfinished basement. And so as an entertainer, I tried to think what would be fun for the kids. Mm -hmm. So I put... Yeah, it was that crazy time. Remember when we all didn't go trick-or-treating? We were all afraid we were going to get sick from stuff. And yeah, it was just... Whoa. Which I'm glad we didn't because we could have got sick from stuff. (laughs) So we stayed home. I had a bunch of glow wrist straps and and glow sticks and, and all kinds of stuff. And so... Basically, our f- basement was unfinished. You could see through all of the and walls. And so you know that's creepy already. Yeah. You know, unfinished basements are always creepy. So I brought down a speaker that I put down on top of a board, and I cranked up, you know, the scary, like... And scary then, haunted <laughs> house. So we made our own haunted house in the basement, basically. Well, first, it was the glow sticks. Mm-hmm. And then second, it was me hiding in different areas that they, out, they didn't them. know where I was going to be to scare yeah. them. And my favorite one was probably the last one I hid in the very back corner and did the thing where I ran on all fours. Yeah, which Chloe does excellently now. Oh my goodness, she's creepy, man. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> see her in real life doing it, let alone. And she'd be perfect in a haunted house. Yes, yeah, she would. She would. It yeah. would be so much fun. Yeah, because she is so scary looking. <laughs> You're so mean. I to know. Chloe. Well, she's Chloe, beautiful, but she makes some scary faces. That's why Chloe is so dark. I think because Chloe and I are really good at ripping each other. Just that real kind of dry, I got you. You roast each other a lot. Yeah, and then she'll get me right back. (laughs) But yeah, so that was super fun. So we we did that like two years in a row because, you know, COVID lasted longer than we all thought it was going to. Boo, yes. Anyway. But it was fun. It was a super fun memory that I forgot about. You don't even have it on your notes. And I was like, oh, yeah, I should talk about that. Yeah. Um, Cora was still too young. She was scared to come down in the basement because she could hear the sounds. Yeah, yeah. So we got to where she would do it if we turned off the speaker. And obviously, I didn't hide. Yeah. You know, she would come down and try to find the glow sticks. And, and, you know, we're not in this to just terrorize our children. We don't want to do what was done to us. Yes. We want... (laughs) We want very fond memories, not chicken bone. Not in the trauma. Throat. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fine line as a parent. It's like, how can you give your kids memories without the trauma? <laughs> That's something I think would be fascinating to talk about in a future episode because I think about this honestly a lot. There's a handful of things where I remember these are the four or five times my parents got really mad and mm-hmm. I remember them screaming or throwing something. Or the other way around, too. You know, like, these are the amazing memories. Mm-hmm. So I'm always curious, and that's why I try to do these fun things with Like what them. our kids are going to remember when they're yeah, our Yeah, I'm always curious to be like, will they remember all the times that I got mad and yelled at them? Or will they remember all the fun things that we created and made up? And we're a very creative family. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times around the dinner table, we'll just make up stories and, and do like our own little miniature versions of Dungeons and Dragons and mm-hmm. just go through stories and go, hey, what would you do in this situation? And Well, and as a parent, you hope it's obviously you always hope that it's more good stories than the bad stories. Yeah. But, you know, that's unavoidable, I feel like, too, to a point. It's just life is yeah. messy and life is crazy sometimes. And However, I think we must be doing something right because we just did parent-teacher conferences. And yeah. our youngest, Cora, is 10. And her teacher gave a bunch of super glowing reviews about how creative her brain is and she can come up with stories and a lot of kids struggle with a comprehension it's not as much fun to read because yeah imagination yeah but we we definitely have lots of imagination in our house yeah but getting back to what we were actually talking about sorry we do to go off on these tangents a lot so that's a big reason why we like spooky season but 
let's get into some of the movie reviews because we were talking about childhood. Yep. And another thing that we wanted to talk about was going back and rewatching some of the scary movies, quote unquote, from when we were kids that we never watched because we were too afraid to. Yeah, we realized a lot of the horror movie classics. Like the cult classics. Yeah, like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, Yeah, because we were little kids in the 80s and then tweens and teenagers and through the 90s. Yeah. So it's one of those where that was a big, huge time for horror, horror movies. So we were more in the Final Destination, Scream, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah, that era. That was our era that we, we were, were kind of in the prime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we've been, and just a warning, spoiler alerts, we'll probably talk about these movies. If you haven't seen them like us from now, I don't think we're going to give too much away, but just so you know, spoiler alert. Even if we do spoil something, sometimes it's worth going back to watch and go, wow, that was just as bad as they explained. Because what we have learned, (laughs) and this goes for all movies, honestly, that when we were growing up, we've gone back and rewatched some with our kids, and it's like, that did not hold up. Yep. Horror movies are the same way. (laughs) Yep. In all honesty. So lately, we decided to do this thing, and we've been going back and rewatching those movies like Mm -hmm. Nightmare on Elm Street. We never watched the originals, never watched Halloween or Friday the 13th. Yep. I never saw Alien, so we went back and watched that one. And um, Texas Chainsaw. Yes, Texas Chainsaw, which I will say the remake came out when we were teenage, college age, somewhere in there. And it was good and frightening. That one was definitely scary in comparison. The old one, very weird. Let let me just say (laughs) right off the bat, before we go into any in-depth stuff, the major consistency between all of the old horror movies is lots of teenagers die. Mm Mm-hmm. And most of the acting is very questionable. Yes. Because <laughs> I was going back and I was like, man, I didn't realize all these actors were in these movies like Johnny Depp and Kevin Bacon. And, yep. you know, all of these really famous actors got their start in some of these horror movies, which I didn't realize back yeah. then. And it's like, wow, you got a lot better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or is it the directing? You never know. That's true. That might be the case. Because that's been the funny thing. Like when we were kids, it feels like horror movies were very just along that campy cult classic stuff where special effects hadn't come very far yet and everything was obviously very fake looking. But also back then it was new for them, you that's know. That's true. And so it was terrifying. But when you... If you're a horror fan and you start with a progression of like, let's say, movies that were made in the 70s up through now, yeah, it's unbelievably different. Oh, for sure. And so we went back and watched the Evil Dead series because I'd never seen them. So there's definitely the old Sam Raimi kind of style, you know, which oh, are sure. campy and yeah. fun, but which still I've always been a gross. big big fan of of those movies. You've mm-hmm. never been as big a fan, and, and I, think- I don't know why. I just never watched them. Well, and I think it also progressed because by the time you get to Army of Darkness, you have Evil Dead 1, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness. It's basically a progression from gore scary Mm -hmm. to gore scary, but also kind of funny. Yeah. And then it's basically a horror comedy. By the end of By the Army of Darkness. But then they remade them recently. But then they remade Evil Dead 2013, and then they just recently did Evil Dead Rise, and those are... Woo. Yes. And I love them. I watched them. Like, I was surprised. Like, I was never a huge horror fan. I mean, I did watch, you know, like Scream is one of my favorite movies, even though it's a slasher film and stuff like that. But I think it was the comedy mixed in with it that yeah. I enjoyed. So I enjoyed those kind of movies. Movies like Saw or Hostel or anything like that yeah. are also, like, not my jam. 
Oh, no. Like the torture porn kind of stuff. For sure. That's just gross to be gross. I do not like any of those type of movies. Yeah. Um, So I was questionable about Evil Dead because you kind of warned me about them. But I also feel like it's one of those where it's so over the top that it is almost comical. That's true. You know, there are definitely parts that I just didn't watch. Or my trick is I take off my glasses. Because you're blind. <laughs> because yeah. I'm legally so blind. So even if we're watching, watching on my computer stuff. and we're two and a half feet away from it, you can take your glasses off and be like, I can't see anything. Because my thing is, is I do have a very vivid imagination. I do dream about things and stuff like that. And there are certain things that I just don't want to see. But it's fun on those old movies because when somebody's head gets like ripped open or something, sometimes you watch it and you go, hmm, How is that cream corn? Yeah. <laughs> Gross. What are they using? But yeah, we do watch behind the scenes stuff quite a bit, but it is funny now. It's like, oh, I see how they did that, you yeah. know, but now with the special effects, it's just like on a whole new level. So, and I will say that movies back then obviously were reliant only on the shock and the grossness factor. That's true. Um, and not on the storylines and acting, like you said. Yeah. So Alien was the first one where there was actually good acting For and sure. direction, I yeah. feel like. There was a definitive switch from all the other ones we had watched where we're like, whoa, there's act- this is a legitimate movie. And it's movie. Ridley Scott. So That's it makes sense. That's one of his early films. He's a great uh, director. But it's one of those things where it's like you could definitely feel like you can tell what they were focusing on. And now in horror films, it is very much about the story. And like some of the more recent ones that we have seen that have been excellent, Mm -hmm. that's like, whoa, that came out of nowhere, you know, was, well, what's some of your favorite ones lately? Uh, Recent? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I love the Conjuring series. Yeah. Because those are terrifying, but yet not in the disgusting, gross out way. In a lot, yeah. It's just more like that that sense of dread. (laughs) Speaking of, that's one of Chloe's favorite series as well. The Conjuring (laughs) series? The Conjuring series. Yeah, it's great. And there are some gross parts in there, but they're relying much more on that feeling of dread and the, you know, acting and directing story. Yeah. Some of the oddballs that have been out there, which we're not really going to give spoilers about because I feel like they're even better when you go in blind and don't really know anything about it. So so should we give them two? Because I've got two on the top of my head. And I think they're the same ones. They're the same ones. So these are ones you do do not want to watch a trailer or anything or read anything just about. Just go in blind. Go if you in blind seen them. and just have your mind blown because they do not go the direction you think yeah. they will go. <laughs> and that is barbarian uh-huh. and malignant. Yes, it's so out there. It's I so never insane. saw what was going, what was going to happen. Yeah, and we're pretty good about that. We're pretty good about, especially me. I'm like I can pick up on patterns and recognize what the storyline's going to be pretty quick, usually. Well, and I think that's why they did such a good job in that movie, because they're like, hey, look over here at this yeah, hand. Yeah, we're going to lead you down this road, but... Yeah. <laughs> they do that little thing where they tap you on the shoulder on the other side, yeah, and yeah. then they kind of look away, and you're going, who was that? So yeah, those are definitely two that I'd say, go in without knowing anything about it, it'll pay off. And then... One of our favorite genres, though, is the horror comedy. Yes. Obviously, the Shaun of the Dead's. The stuff like that that's still scary, spooky, Halloween, zombies, whatever. You know, could be vampires. Well, and and that's why I like Scream. That's why I thought I, you know, it was one of my favorites when I was younger, too. Another one I'm going to give out to the audience that is my favorite horror comedy. Um, Don't read anything about it. Just go in. Just go in because the way that they kind of turn the horror trope on its head Mm -hmm. for this movie 
was really fun and hilarious. And also there's some disgustingness because it's yeah shock value. You'll, you'll know it, why. It's kind of along it. the Evil Dead line that it's just so over the top that it's comical, though, yeah. at the same time. So that one's called Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yep. And you got to watch that because it's one of my favorites. And I think over the years, especially recent years, I've gotten a lot better about watching scary movies because there for a while there were certain ones that I'm just like, I'm not watching. Um, you made me rewatch Candyman because for some reason that one scared the bejesus out well, of me I don't when re- I was a kid. I didn't really remember it. That's why I wanted to watch it again. Mm-hmm. Um, just like when we talked about Pet Cemetery. Yeah. By the way, I feel like those two, the older ones, are they still hold up pretty well. They're okay. still pretty scary. Yeah. Like if our oldest watched them, I feel like they would enjoy them because I, they're still yeah. like, oh. I yeah. think in comparison to some of the stuff they've seen now. Which they enjoyed are, Silence of the Lambs, you know, yeah. and that one's got some Quite gruesome, gruesome content. Um, our oldest has seen seven. Put the lotion in the basket. Our oldest has seen seven. There's a, those obvious questionable scenes in it, though, that I don't think Chloe will appreciate. Yeah. So we've kind of, we give them, we definitely watch all of the movies first. We don't just let them go in blind. Oh, for sure. So we can give them trigger warnings. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> just be like, just be prepared. Yeah. <laughs> So. Well, in seven, we went in and we let them know, like, hey, this is more if it was real. Yeah. So that one, obviously, that was a great movie when we were younger, too, yeah. that came out. Still a great that movie. That was part of one of the haunted houses that we did, I What's think. What's in the box. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one of those things. It's been fun going back and revisiting a lot of these movies and just... We were kind of telling the kids, it's like, well, these aren't, we did go back and watch recently, Friday the 13th. And I'm like, why was this so scary? But I was, it may be a similar thing. I walked in on one when my older sisters were watching it when I was younger. And I'm yep. like, oh, I can't do that. Because that was always a thing in our house is my older siblings would watch the scary movies with my dad. And obviously my mom is scared of everything. So she would never participate. That is very true. <laughs> so I would always be in the other room with her when they did that. So it was kind of like their bonding time, but also like I knew I can't. I can't go out anywhere or I'll see something I don't want to see. Well, your mom is famously afraid of the flying monkeys from the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, there's some trauma there. And so anything past that level, we know she (laughs) She will not. She can't do it. Yeah, stay in. um, Your mom will walk in and she's like, what are you guys watching? Beverly Hills Chihuahua? I'm out. (laughs) No, she loves that movie. That's true. She does. (laughs) (laughs) She told Cora to watch it, which Cora did. And it was pretty funny. Yeah. But anyway, (laughs) the funny things that your family watches. So we did go back and watch Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like was scary at all. Yeah. Because they didn't explain anything. And now I'm used to seeing stories and storylines in the scary movies. So going back then, it was just like they just plopped you in the middle of the action. And it's like, who is this person? Why is he doing this? And I have trouble with movies that give no explanations of what's going on. Well, and here's another thing. I'm going to put this right here. Spoiler. So if you want to click ahead like 30 seconds past what I'm talking about or uh, two minutes, then that way you won't ruin anything. If you <laughs> 30 seconds seen them. to two minutes. How long are we going to yeah. talk? Oh, I could go all day, baby. I know when we talk about <laughs> movies. So. <laughs> so basically the funny thing about those, when you go back and watch them, the original Friday the 13th, um, Nightmare on Elm Street, those characters are not even who they are known for now. Yeah. Like Freddie is known for being a very campy, making a lot of bad puns and saying stuff. In the first movie, he wasn't. It was mm-hmm. trying to be scary. In yeah. the first Friday the 13th, major spoiler, pause, 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 Jason's not even in it. Yeah. So that's He's a crazy not the killer. Part. I know. Yeah. 
So you have all these uh, origin stories that are not even fully <laughs> fleshed out and developed yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, which that's is true. Kind of an interesting. Well, and thing that makes to see sense why ones. there's so many of them because they probably along the way started to develop it more and stuff like that. To be fair, we haven't watched. I think I have seen like a more recent Freddy. We watched Freddy versus Jason or something. I don't really remember it at which all. Which has also but... gone into that ludicrous kind of partially funny. You know, because at one point Jason's in his dreams and he sees uh, like a naked girl in a sleeping bag, mm-hmm. you know, and he goes over and, and then just zips her Freddy. up and, and picks her up and then just like starts swinging her into a tree like a baseball yeah. bat with the bag. So it got to the point where things just go so over the top that it's comical, yeah. but you're also going... Oh, did you see that kill? Which is hilarious. Yeah. But again, there's psychology here that we should probably dig into more <laughs> with some of that stuff. Well, but... if you think about that, though, everyone really loves the horror movies. But what is today's number one thing? True crime. True crime, mm-hmm. murder podcast, documentaries on Netflix. And it's one of those things that like, gets really popular with women, I feel like, because it's almost like a education in a way. What not to do. I mean, for me particularly, and I know a lot of other women that listen to those kinds of podcasts or the documentaries and stuff like that, it's about, okay, now I can recognize red flags (laughs) more than just... Don't uh, leave your windows and doors unlocked. Don't sleep downstairs. <laughs> All these yeah, other but the, things. The old horror movies, the red flags were neon on fire in your face red yeah. flags that the women are like, should I go well, in this house? And in all Maybe honesty, that's why movies like Silence of the Lambs, I feel like Candyman and some of these others still hold up because it is more, well, Seven, it's more the realism type stuff, right? Because those are based on... Well, not Candyman so much, but the other ones are based on real kind of true crime stories. So I think that's what makes it more scary because it's based in reality. But I think that's also why today's horror movies are so much more effective. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not saying it to degrade any of the old ones, but the new horror movies are just smarter. Yeah. Like they're more well thought out. They're more, they know that you know the tropes. Mm -hmm. And so they're trying to think, how do we... How do we twist these? Avoid the tropes, but yet still make it terrifying. they completely use those tropes to make fun of things like Cabin in the Woods. I just watched with Chloe the other day. Cabin in the Woods is another great one if you've never... Which is kind of a horror comedy as well in a way because it's so over the top that it's comical. Yeah. And the way that they handle things. But yeah, that's one that kind of takes a left turn that you don't necessarily see coming even though they're using all the tropes. They're doing it for a reason. So that's a fun one if you haven't seen that one. And I think Chloe really enjoyed it as well. Yeah. So... But yeah, so we've just been going back and forth and being like, what held up, what didn't? And we've come to these conclusions that some of these old ones that we were so scared to watch when we were growing up just really don't hold up at all. One of my favorite moments when we were watching Pet Cemetery, though, there was the part where the cat got killed and they, <laughs> and they kind of like brought it back. And he's all mean. Yeah. yeah. And both of our cats were watching were with us. sitting on the ground, like just watching the TV going, what the hell is happening? <laughs> they kept looking back at us like, why is he so mad? Yeah. Like they could tell something was wrong. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah. What if we just did to our cats what our parents did to us? We probably did. Yeah. Yeah, we traumatized our kitty cats. That's so sad. Or they're just stupid cats. Actually, they're not. I love our cats (laughs) more than anything. You didn't think you'd be a cat person. I freaking love cats. (laughs) The greatest. Yep. Yeah, I didn't think I would be, but I think it's also 
one of those, my persona, um, I'm so energetic and in your face and doing all this stuff on stage that when I get home, I want to kind of just chill out. Mm-hmm. And so cats are very good cats at helping are, you chill. Oh man. And cats are so good at knowing they can be crazy though, too. That's true. So they're pretty funny and hilarious at some points as well. But, but you know, when you're sick, any, anytime the kids are sick, all three of our cats will go lay on them. Cats just know. Yeah. They're attuned to your nervous system. Yep. I don't know why I went off on cats. Cats know, are a horror movie. Because we were talking thing, about yeah. black cats. Yeah. We were talking about Pet Cemetery. Yes. Church. Church the cat. Which is pretty funny when you think about that, too. <laughs> which I have not seen the remakes of Pet Cemetery. You have. I have. Um, so I should probably go back and watch those as well. Well, and it's tough, too, because we've watched only the first ones of a lot of these series. Yeah. But then you also look at it and you go, Oh, Nightmare on Elm Street, part 12. Yeah. You go, well, like I said, that's I why they probably developed the character and everything into the myth and persona that it is through all of the sequels. I will tell you one thing. I hope I don't divide any of our audience if you are huge horror movie fans. One of my least favorite movies that I've ever seen was the first Hellraiser movie. Mm. Because it was just gross. Well, so I think that's torture porn kind of stuff, It was right? torture porn, but also the acting might have been worse than any of the movies we've seen so oh, far. wow. That's pretty rough. But I would be <laughs> curious to go back and watch it with you just for that. Oh, I don't want to watch anything like that. That's just gross to be gross, though. Well, and the funny thing is Pinhead really isn't, just like the other movies, he's not like a major feature like you think he is. It's just that scary vision of it. Somebody in our high school, though, did that, and they did Pinhead as a mask and put yeah. it on. It looked amazing. Yeah. So, But it's kind of like, you know, the, the fear of the unknown or you don't know, like Jaws. Mm-hmm. I think that might be another reason why. You don't like deep water. Yes. I watched Jaws probably too early. Yeah. So I've had a, even to this day, it's hard for me to go swimming in the lake. Mm-hmm. And I only do now because the kids aren't scared and they just jump in off the dock. And I, <laughs> you have to be the protective I parent. have to be yeah. dead and I have to be there and ready for them, even mm-hmm. though the whole time, like my butthole's tangling going, <laughs> what is swimming around <laughs> me right now? Your butthole's tingling. Is that oh a bad God. sign if you jump in the lake and your butthole starts to tingle? <laughs> it's probably not a good thing. Let's clip this and use it as a promo. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, welcome to our humor, you guys. Indeed. But the reason I brought up Jaws is basically you don't see Jaws for the first hour plus. Yeah, in it's the all actual that dread Jaws. building up yeah, to it. Yeah, it's the scariness. Yeah. You maybe see the fin, all that type of anticipation yeah. type stuff. Yeah. And, and Pinhead was the same way. Like, you don't even see Pinhead till like, the very end of the movie. Mm-hmm. And man, the acting is so bad. <laughs> but I did just out of curiosity, because when I go on my work trips, I know there's a lot of movies that you don't like to watch. So I tend to download a lot of horror movies to and watch. And you kind of preview there. them for me. And yeah. Like, and then know. I can I can sift through because I think I found a meme the other day. Did I end up sending it to you? You have to be more specific. But it was basically something along the lines of going through 50 terrible horror movies to find that one gem. Mm, mm-hmm. That's kind of what I do for you. Oh, yeah. Does that yeah. make sense? I watch well, a lot like, of the bad stuff. And I then mean, sometimes I'll come back and go, hey, this one was actually really good. We should watch it together. Yeah. Like you watch the Terrifier movies. I know right away I don't need to watch any Ooh, of those. Talk about movies that will divide a crowd. <laughs> they are the grossest things I've probably ever seen, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like, that is full-on torture porn for real. However, the villain, Art the Clown, is a mime, Mm. and his performance is phenomenal. (laughs) 
Okay. Like as an actor. I'll act- just trust you on that. Yeah. I don't need like as an actor myself and as a, you know, just movie buff and his performance is mesmerizing to watch. It's almost like I'd rather watch a whole movie of him just being a, a, mime. a creepy mime clown and leave out all the gory other stuff. Other stuff. Yeah. Art the Clown, phenomenal. The movies themselves. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we're kind of in this place now. It's like we've got with our kids. It's like we got to do the family friendly stuff. Like I tried to watch Sleepy Hollow with Cora the other day, but she still wasn't quite into it. Instantly, we tried to watch A Quiet Place. We thought, okay, she might handle that because she likes Stranger Things. She watched all of those. Granted, we did the last season especially kind of, you know, filter some stuff because she didn't need to see that. Yeah, we watched it beforehand Um, and and knew when the bad parts were coming. And so kind of skipped over a few or warned her to be like, okay, you might not want to watch this part. But (laughs) we tried to watch A Quiet Place. And as soon as that one first scene, she was like, nope, I'm out. I can't do it. Well, a quiet, a quiet Place does such a good job with tension. Yeah, I, she couldn't take it. She I remember when we went and watched it in the theater and just how purposeful they make it so quiet in the mm-hmm. crowd. Every time I'd eat my popcorn, <laughs> I'd like grab a handful. You're like, shh. And, I, <laughs> and then I put it in my Crunch. <laughs> oh, you'd be dead, yeah. basically. <laughs> so. Oh, that's probably legitimately the why they did. Oh, man. I yeah. love me some psychology. And maybe that's why we like horror movies so much, too, because there is a lot of that in there and like psychology of fear and what makes people, you know, scared and stuff like that. Well, and Um, I think people like it, too, because they intentionally make the people in the movies do the stupidest decisions possible. And you're like, why would you do that? Because you as a person would go, well, I would never do that. Which is why I loved the movie Nope. Because it was very just relatable, like everything nope. that's scary happened in there. We're like, I'm not doing Nope, we're yep. not going to do that. <laughs> so, and the Jordan Peele movies are great. We've, we have watched several of those with the kids and they do enjoy nope, those. Get Out well. Us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all three of those are great. But yeah, again, it's one of those. It's like when the movies have also the social commentary behind them and stuff like that. I think we all really enjoy that as well. Yeah. Those types of movies. So I don't know. I think we just like movies as well that just take chances. And just go for and it. It can surprise you. Like another one of our favorite movies for our older two kids. It's not a horror movie, but it's everything, everywhere, all yeah. at once. Because it's, it's such so a... Out there. Yeah, it's visually super pleasing. You know, like there's a lot of cool stuff that happened. There's a lot of things that just come out of left field you'll never see coming. Mm-hmm. So that's but another one. But it also one. has a very like social commentary, healing, generational trauma kind of stuff. And getting into the routine of what you're doing every day and don't just get into a zombie mode, Mm -hmm. essentially, of just doing the same things over and over and over like a Groundhog Day. Man, that's one we could just do a full review on because that one's just... My goodness. That's one of those movies where I feel like I wish we had seen it in the theater. And it's one of those that you like, you go back and you're like, I wish we could have seen that for the first time again. Yeah. Those kind of experiences that it's like, which I will say when we're talking about horror a little bit, the last uh, season of Stranger Things was that for me. I was like, I wish I could go back and rewatch that and have that experience again. It was such a good season. Yeah. Season five. What are they going to do? How are you going to up that? That's a series, obviously, we've watched with all of our kids, like we said, and they've really enjoyed that as well so long story short we are huge halloween fans we are huge spooky season fans we could obviously go on and on and on talking about halloween Mm -hmm. and how much we love it in our family but unfortunately we should probably wrap this up wrap this bad boy up we could ramble forever on some of these (laughs) subjects but we won't put you guys through that but if there are movies that maybe we haven't seen or that you can recommend we would love to check them out 
for stuff sure. that you've liked? Uh, go to our social media, go to our email, all of the stuff we talked about last week. We'll give you those links again. Tell us your favorite scary movies. Maybe there's something we haven't seen. Maybe there's something that's huge from your childhood that you go, oh man, this is something that I grew up on mm-hmm. and we haven't seen it. Let us know because we love movies. Yeah, in general, in not general. just horror movies, obviously. Yes. So we think we're going to do more of a movie review, kind of like as a series kind of thing here and there. Mm-hmm. It'll be kind of like a, I don't know how we work it into that. But yeah, we'll definitely do some movie reviews here and there as a couple. Because that is something that we do. And I think that makes us strong as a couple is we have these interests together. And we're usually on the same page as far as what we like, what we don't like. So. Right. So if you have any recommendations or you want to follow us, feel free to find us. Um, you can email us at happilyeverlafterpodcast at gmail.com. We have an Instagram at happilyeverlafterpodcast. We have a Facebook page, Happily Ever Laughter Podcast. Surprise. And a TikTok, which is not Happily Ever Laughter. It's actually Yet. still at Self Made Misfits. We're trying to get that fixed. TikTok's but... being dumb and it won't let me change it for some reason. Yeah. So, so you can go find that. And as it evolves and changes, you'll just already be liking the page. There you go. If that makes That'll sense. That'll work. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and you enjoy your spooky season. Indeed. Feel free to rate and review because that will help more people find us and know that we're somewhat fun to listen to. And we'd love any support that you could send for sure. our way. So that's all we got for today, you guys. Hope you have a great Halloween and we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time on Happily Ever Laughter Podcast. <laughs> Ah! <laughs>